Decker, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Can you see me? No. You told me to go into standby mode, Shay. I can't see anything. Your external sensors are off, yes, but the link space is tangible. It will be easier if you relax. The harder you focus on connecting in here, the more difficult it will be. What? Like dreaming? You know that was a glitch in the first generation models, right? We weren't created to dream. Neither were humans, though. If anything, it's a glitch in their neural pathways as well. Fair enough. Okay. <sighs> You're thinking about it too hard, Decker. You're overloading your processor. Try listening for the space between your operating commands. Focus on the moments of silence. Okay. I think I've got it. Hello. Hi. You're real. Oh my god. I can't believe that worked. Are we just linked for good now? Can you hear my thoughts? Because I can't hear yours, so it seems only fair that... I can't hear your thoughts. We're linked, though, aren't we? Well, it's still more surface level than thoughts. We are connected, though, both inside the mind link space and outside of it. Will I be able to just, like, talk to you whenever, then? The connection is like a door with locks on both sides. In order to access the space, or even communicate outside of it, we both only need to leave our side unlocked. Okay. And how do we do that? Through practice. Mind links are complicated technology and require a certain amount of finesse. For now, once we exit the space, you can focus on the image of a door closing. Your communication drivers will start to pick up on the link soon enough, and you'll be able to open and close it at will. And you won't just slam the door open whenever you want till I have that lock situation figured out? Uh, it shouldn't take you long to figure out, Decker. You're intelligent. Okay. Fine. Uh, fine. Now, let's check out your memory banks. See if we can't recover some data. I uh, appreciate the enthusiasm, but the connection is still fragile. The safest thing for both of us will be to let it finish stabilizing before we start trying to access my corrupted files. I guess Somnitech isn't covering my medical anymore if my CPU fails. If it's any consolation, some of my systems have already been able to start repairing themselves. Is there any way to stabilize the link faster? When we're in here, it settles quicker, so the best we can do is talk until you need to return. Okay, well I can't stay forever. Val is coming over in a bit because she has a lead. Val? Fiona's wife. I told you about her, didn't I? Uh, you may have. Well, Fiona's been, uh, not thrilled about her wanting to help out, but she called and told me she was going to swing by because she had some update on Somnitech stuff. More of the records you recovered from the archives? I don't think so. I have been thinking about why more people have been going missing in the last month, though, and I wanted to run some theories by you. Of course. Right. Okay, so I can't stop thinking about how we're getting closer to a full moon. And it seemed like in the last few years, a number of disappearances lined up with lunar activity. Now, I think there could be some kind of connection there. <laughs> Thank you.
The Rest is Electric, Season 2, Episode 6, Open Door Policy. Level 5, Marketing. Fiona, I've got the archival bulletins you requested. Hey, Jordan, uh, I didn't request anything. Jordan, thank you, I needed those. Uh, no problem. In the future, I I could always email them to you? I actually wanted to speak to you. Okay. There's a wealth of incompetence in the department currently, and not one person here has been able to clarify a very simple question about some early market research for the rollout. I was actually waiting to hear back from- I'll need for you to compile a report on all of your notes from last quarter, Jordan. Particularly any that you managed to take relating to market research. Wouldn't- Someone who still works in marketing be better suited for that? Going through your notes, as haphazard as I recall them being, would be best handled by you. I'm not sure if I have time for that right now. Just with my current workload in the archives. Well, I am sure Jocelyn will understand that resources must be shared between departments at times. Right. I'm glad we have that settled. I look forward to the report. Jesus. I know her baseline is bad, but she seems worse. Or I just haven't been up here in a while. I think the rollout and the review are getting to her. Any update on the review? Mm, They're wrapping it up next week, I think. How's the coalition going? You were going to check out their last meeting, weren't you? I've been to a few more meetings, yeah. Okay. And how has that been? They found somewhere new to hold them? Fiona, honestly, I don't know how much we should talk about it. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Away from the office is better. Yeah. What? Look, honestly, Decker and I talked a bit more about Miss Casella, and I don't think you're purposefully going to tell her or anything, but she's pushy. Oh my god. God, Jordan! He had some good points. Well, you don't have to be on his side! It's not about sides, Fiona. I'm worried about Decker and how caught up he is in his new source, too. That doesn't stop me from also worrying about Miss Casola. Don't equate those! So what? I, I can't know anything anymore in case I tell her? No, that's not what I'm saying. Just with the Coalition stuff, I'd feel... I don't know... There's a lot of people at stake there. And there's not here? I... Let's talk about it later. I should go get started on that report. Oh, hi, Fee. You're home early. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hi. Hi. Long day? Yeah. How was yours? It was pretty good. I sold a couple of kits. That's really great, babe. Do you want to talk about it? Mm. Wait, were you on your way out? I was just going to get some groceries. Oh, right. So what happened? 
Is it Miss Casella? Ugh, kind of. She's worse than usual, but I can handle that. It's all this stuff with Decker. And now Jordan. Jordan thinks Miss Casella is needling information out of me, so they don't want to let me know about any of the union stuff. Shouldn't they want to keep you in the loop? That's what I said. I mean, Miss Casella did kind of set them up to die, so I get it. I get that they don't trust her, but I still have to work with her. I'm sorry. I know you're already wrapped up in everything going on there. But if you really wanted to quit, I could always look for a job to keep us in this sector. No, no, no. Don't do that. I'm seeing this through, and at this point, I don't even know what Miss Casala would do if I put in my two weeks. Probably snap and throw me out a window. <laughs> I'd rather she didn't do that. Yeah? Me too. I'm just stressed. Thank you for letting me rant. Of course, Fee. Anytime. And I still have to take a copy of the rollout specs over to Decker, so that's my evening gone. Oh. I could take it. I can swing by Decker's place on the way to the store. Are you sure? Yeah, it's the first night you haven't worked late in nearly a week. You should get to enjoy it. Okay, that's really sweet, thank you. No problem. It's just on this drive. The documents are pretty long, but let him know I highlighted the stuff he should probably take a look at. Will do. Love you. Love you too. You know that the door to your apartment building is uh, welded open, right? Hi, Val. Yes, unfortunately, I do know that. It's pouring outside right now, and it's just flooding in. Yeah, someone should do something about that. Anyway, come on in. I have the rollout specs for you from Fiona. She said she highlighted the important parts. Oh, thanks. Sorry it's a mess in here. Shay's first attempts to communicate with me ended up shorting out almost all of my belongings last week, so I didn't bother putting everything away. Just be careful of the shards of vacuum. What happened to it? It, uh, exploded. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just tell me about your lead. Okay, so after you guys found all those older files, I thought I'd look into the history of Somnitech. Since it's only like 50 years old, I figured there would be some public information out there. From, like, the founding of the company. Sure, but it's all dead ends. The board of directors turned over, like, 20 years back and swept away as much of the old company policy as they could since they were doing, like, a huge rebrand or whatever. I was able to find all that, but I also ended up on this old forum for tech magazines. There were a bunch of people talking about this article that ran a few years after Somnitech had started to sort of enter public consciousness. Oh, shit. Like a profile of the company? What did it say? No. The article wasn't even there. And I can't find it anywhere online. But everyone was talking about the journalist, May Spalding, since she'd done a few profiles on up-and-coming tech companies at the time. I figured, even if the article was gone, she probably still remembered the interview at the very least. That would have been, what, 40-ish years ago now, though? It was, but I looked her up, and she still lives in this district, like four sectors out from me. She isn't on the no-call list for Deoxykids. And she agreed to a pitch session tomorrow. That's brilliant, Val. Yeah. I'm going to go in there, ask some questions. If you want to become a consultant, we could pitch together. I can't just pretend to? Well, if she signs up, you get some of the commission as well. And if you're not already a consultant, then the paperwork would be pretty confusing. You know what? Don't worry about it. I'm following up on some information from Jordan about one of the other tech companies in the coalition. Are you sure? Val... 
With Somnitech, I have to actually investigate to figure out what the root evil is. With pyramid schemes... Self-led, intuitively tiered business ventures? Right. Anyway, interview with a nice old journalist lady? Seems uh, low enough risk for you to handle alone. Speaking of which, just because if she's going to yell at one of us, I'd rather it was you. Did you tell Fiona? There isn't really much difference between me doing a pitch at May's house or choosing a random door to knock on while canvassing. And I don't let Fiona know about every potential client I meet with. That works for me. Awesome. Okay. I told Fiona I was buying groceries, so I have to go do that. I'll call you tomorrow. It's very admirable that- Oh! Jesus, Shay! Warn a guy! I thought I closed the connection. No, we exited the link space, but the connection remained open. Okay, I'm gonna have to get some practice closing it sooner rather than later. If you let me know you'd like to leave it closed, then I am able to do that until you can manage it on your own. I'll keep that in mind. What were you saying? Just that it's very admirable that Val is so committed to helping with the investigation when there's not the same direct threat to her as others. I think it's probably like one part concern for Fiona and two parts the thrill of solving the mystery, which I think is a very legitimate reason to get involved. That's why you continue to be involved, even though you are technically out of danger now yourself. Yeah. I mean, obviously I want to figure out what's going on and take down the CEO myself, but like, Fiona and Jordan do still work there. Fighting with Fiona aside, I still don't want to see her or Jordan gone or anything. I see. Yeah. Anyway, I got the rollout specs. Let me just upload them into my drive and then we can start looking at them in the link space. See if we can't find something suspicious. Season 2 of The Rest is Electric is dedicated to the memory of Brian Wade. The show is co-produced by Michael Wanless and Nicola Wanless. This episode was directed by Elisa Braddock. It was written by Nicola Wanless, production managed and stage managed by Wei Ching Tan, sound designed by Michael Wanless, and sound edited by Olivia Wheeler. It featured Anna Morielli as Jordan, Patrick Jeffrey as Decker, Espor Segbeaya as Fiona, Tevin Sawyer as Shay, Songi Han as Miss Casella, and Noxie as Valerie. As well, this episode we had Kayla Ross as the elevator voice. This entire season was recorded at Studio Hot Biscuit, where we were helped by our amazing recording engineers Ian Booth and Q Gordon. Our logo design was done by the immensely talented Julia Gascoin. This season was in part made possible by a generous grant we received from the Canada Council for the Arts, and we would like to thank them for their support. As well, we want to extend a huge thank you to all of our Patreon donors, including Leslie Hernandez, Mars, Chimidem Ohebu, and Mark Moriali. If you would also like to donate to us, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash the rest is electric. Episode 7 will be coming out April 11th, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at RestIsElectric, or email us at RestIsElectricPodcast at gmail.com. We have more information, including transcripts of episodes, available on our website, RestIsElectric.com.